I'm not allowed to clear my throat in my home. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> What's going on? It's your man DH. Back for another episode of Regular Convo. <laughs> Regular Convos, rather. And it's time for a new episode. And, you know, it's DH and friends. And tonight is DH and wife. So, wife, say what's up. You gonna say it just like that? What's that? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's regular convos. DH and Junie here tonight. June. I like Junie. The whole world don't need to know that's what you call me. Why? This, am I not allowed to call you Junie? You're supposed to have nicknames for your significant other. Yeah. To share with your significant other, not the world. Well, everybody knows I call you Junie, so let's just keep it going. So I can call you Earl? That's my middle name. Juni is not your middle name. But that's my nickname for you. Uh, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> it's episode, new episode of Regular Convos. It's DH. And I have June here, which is my wife. We're here. We're just gonna... <laughs> oh, no excitement. What? Your wife. That's not the case. You know I'm excited. Okay, let's try again for the fourth time. <clears throat> What's going on, where's your man DH here for another episode of Regular Convos? And I have my beautiful loving, illustrious. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have my wife here with me tonight. Say, give me some I'm thinking. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> you know, my brain cut off after a certain time. So. Mm. I'm here with my beautiful wife, and we're going to just sit back and have a regular convo. You know, it's always DH and friends, so I'm keeping the tradition going. With your best friend. Yes, my wife, June. So we're gonna <laughs> just go hang out and talk. I have my glass of red wine. What's the name of this wine? Say it. Say it. Coochina. Coochie Mister. <laughs> it's Coochina. <laughs> Coochina Mister. 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 It's, it's like um, Italian or something? I think so. It's really good. It's splendiferous. Um, no free ads because they don't sponsor me. But um, Cucina Mister, the red wine is—it's a sweet red kind of, yeah. with with nodes of earthy tones. As I swirl my wine, can you hear it swirl? And the cantaloupe is stuck in there. Swirl. Yes, I stuck some frozen cantaloupe in there. Cause you know it's it be warm up there in the uh, in the cabinet where I keep. <laughs> but it's okay. But we're gonna have a regular convo tonight. Um. So much going on out there. They had the uh, what in what Congress? What they do there? <laughs> Cohen was testifying against Trump. Yes, I was too busy at work to actually listen though. Yeah, and I wasn't busy enough, but I was watching other stuff. So, oh I mean, I would like to talk intelligently about it, but I really can't. Not yet. Soon enough. We'll learn some more. But I know I'll some wild stuff. And I did share. see the I did see the meme. What, did you see the meme with old girl? She just looked back and was like, like I guess when the Republicans no, talking. That. See, I actually do work at work. Oh, was that a shot at me? I don't know. You take it as a shot. <laughs> I'll take anything as a shot. Just pour it up. Pour it up, pour it up. You're drunk. I'm not a drunk. What are we talking about tonight? My mom might be listening. It's chill. Um, Hi, mom. She might have turned it off by now, though. Y'all are so crazy. Oh, really? This is live? Yeah, it's like I'm on right now. It's recording. 
right now. I thought it was recording, and then you posted it. I, I do. This was live. No, I I try not to do any edits. So everything that we're doing right now is basically taped to go live. I may clean up a little things here, like if you if you say the f word, I might clean that up. I'll try not to have a potty mouth. I mean, you can. I can't make any promises. Okay, well, just don't give me a lot to edit, please, because I'm just. Not in the editing mood tonight. I have to practice for something big that's that may be on the way. I have to practice. And no, it's not a baby. Okay. <laughs> I have to practice for something else. <laughs> so they, oh, y'all pregnant? No. No one's pregnant. Get it together. No, no one's pregnant. Nope. But I do want to have a regular convo. And I think I want to talk about relationships. Why not talk about relationships with the one that I'm in a relationship with? And that's my wife. People did comment uh, today on Instagram. Of course, you can follow follow me on IG, DH underscore MVJOR. Or you can check out the hashtag Regular Convos. Uh, regular Convos, the podcast, um, on all social media. I need to get that, huh? Because I don't have it. I just need to, I just have it as a um, hashtag. But you can check out Regular Convos, the podcast. And, of course, we are, uh, all archive episodes are on anywhere that you can get podcasts. So that's uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, who's a great sponsor of ours. Um, and any way you can get it, Podbean, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So you can check it out right there. First two episodes, episode one, we had uh, Christina on, great friend of the show. In episode two, we had Dorian Davis. So please go check them out um, and just like. And if you like everything, just do a review for your boy. Can you tell them to do a review? They li- They like you. Please do a review. Thank you. And how many stars should they get? All five. There you go. Five stars. So we can keep the program going and we can keep thriving. But tonight, I think we're going to talk about relationships and being married in a relationship. I think it's interesting, especially at the age we are now. So I'll start by asking you this. (laughs) All right. Mm -hmm. This is both our first marriage, by the way. Hopefully last. But it's. And I'm, that'll be the last. It's going to be the last. Until death do us part. Yeah, because I'm not getting married again. Trust me. Yeah, this it. Let me get the insurance policy out. Right. You better get it, and you better and you better not mess up. You better do it right. Don't trust me. Trust you what? It's going to be good. It's going to be good. We will be living comfortably. Yeah, I like that. You heard that, y'all? She said, we're going to be living comfortably, baby. You heard that? No, that's if you go. I said oh. the insurance policy on you. Oh, Life wow. Insurance. This just got really dark. <laughs> She's already, y'all heard it episode three. She's plotting my demise right now, Slim. Like, what is going on? Jeez. Uh. Anyway. I love you. I love you more. Let's save all the mushy stuff for when the mic's cut off. Turn off the mics. Mm. Oh my gosh. What was your question? <laughs> that was a good one, I think. No. That wasn't good? No. Okay. My question was, I didn't ask yet, but my question was about relationships. How were relationships different in your 20s versus your 30s? Even though you've only been in how many relationships in your 30s? One. You sure? I want to make sure now. You <laughs> you thought about that now. I did. I had to think when I turned 30. He's like, and who was that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how many relationships? <laughs> but no, how, okay, let's say your early 20s versus your later 20s. Like, How did you notice the differences in relationships? For women, in your early 20s, you're having fun. Like, you're not 
Of course, you would want to have a serious monogamous relationship, but at least for me, I wasn't trying to be that serious to get put down just by one person for the rest of my life. I feel like you're still trying to come into who you are. You're still trying to find yourself, what makes you comfortable, your career goals. And a man can sometimes get in that way. So to have a little boy toy or two or three here and there, early 20s, that's, I think, reasonable. And not to mention, you don't know what you really like when you're in your early 20s. So translation... I'm not saying be a hoe. Oh, okay. I was fit to say. But if you're going to be sexually <laughs> promiscuous... But that's what you were saying. Please though. use condoms, safe sex. Mm-hmm. I'm a great proponent of safe sex, please. I'm just saying, like, you barely know who you are, let alone what you want in a mate in your early 20s. In your 20s, that's a good time to figure out what that is, what you can't live without what is a deal breaker or what could possibly be a deal breaker that you couldn't like work through and in your 30s you're a little bit more mature hopefully you have something established if it's not a career a home a vision board or something goals to work towards that you want to share with someone and i'm some people aren't ready in their 30s some people aren't ready in their 40s and they're just not ready to be in a relationship their entire life and that's okay that's who they are did you ever think you were going to be ready to be in a relationship? Like a serious relationship? I thought I was the perfect girlfriend prototype. Until... Explain, explain that. I was very nurturing. I was caring. I had what I thought was a great personality because I can watch sports one day, go shopping and get my nails done. Mm-hmm. The next day, I felt like I was very versatile. I was understanding. And then I got into these relationships where it's just like, yeah, that didn't mean a lot. Mostly because the guys were just not ready themselves or trying to figure out what they wanted being playboys. Then I realized, "Mm, yeah, you just have to find someone that actually will love you for who you are without you trying to be something else. That's fair. That's fair. I know one thing for me, I mean, me being in my 20s when I was, as a man in your 20s, like... You were a hoe. What? You were a hoe. I don't... I can't confirm that, those <laughs> allegations. Um, <laughs> That's messed up too, by the way. But I think... That's what you told me. Who told you that? Girl, we don't own it. I ain't tell you nothing. <laughs> sure. I categorically deny those. Um, you sound like your president. I do? Mm-hmm. I categorically deny all allegations against me. Fake news. It's all fake news. I don't know. I don't know where you get your news from. Do you get it from a wall? Because it's fake. That's, <laughs> that joke sucks. I need to retire that. Um, no, but I mean, coming up in my twenties, like I definitely, cause I had a relationship, I was in a relationship to, from like 19 to 23, 24. That's significantly long for a young man. That's what she said. <laughs> that was terrible. I'm sorry. All right. That was it. I'm, it's out of my That's system. That's a significantly long amount of time for okay. a young black man, especially in this area to be in a relationship. Why you say that? Why does the area have anything to do with it? Why does the area... Why is the area contingent upon the... It's not. You can take the area out. Okay. 
Okay. So and you can take race out too. That is a significantly significantly long amount of time for a young man to be in a relationship. Why? At that age, between nineteen and what twenty four, you said. Yeah. That's five years. So I mean, what's wrong with that? I didn't say anything was wrong. That's actually, I'm. I don't want to say impressed. I'm just like that's commendable. An outlier that doesn't really happen. I mean, I I agree. Most dudes I knew then weren't in relationships. If they were, it was only because they had like kids or whatever, or they got married young or whatever. But coming up in my twenties, being in a relationship when I was like I didn't get a chance to like really experience everything a normal early twenty year old would experience. So like I definitely like after I got a relationship, I definitely did my thing for a couple years. Soldier Royal yeah. Oats. Ah, you want to sow your Royal Oats. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Go to America for 40 days and come back and marry your money. It is settled. So we know his favorite movie of yes. all time. Yes. As I look at a Prince Akeem picture. Yes, I mean, don't get me started on that. I'm going to, ha- I, I got to do some like those type of, I got to do some retro episodes. Oh, if you're listening right now, which I hope you are. Because I don't know who I'd be talking to. But if you're listening, man, please feel free to comment on whatever you listen to. Hit me up on social media and tell me what you want me to talk about. I will I will talk about anything, like literally. You know what I'm saying? So hit me up and tell me what you want to talk about. And if you think you got somebody that you want to have a guest on here, somebody you want to hear, let me know. I will get my team on it and we'll work on it. My team, which is me, we will work <laughs> on it to get whoever <laughs> we need to have on here. But I'll go back to my point. Being in my early 20s, being in a relationship, it was difficult. So when I got out of that situation, there was a, a certain stretch where I just did my thing. Because we, I think um, as young adults, you don't really get the hat. Like, if you have it, cool. But if you don't have the ability to, like, do what you want to do, it's just that freedom of, like, just doing what you want to do. Like, think about when you first turn, like, 18, right? Parents may ease up a little bit. You know, for some people, they may go away to college. Some people, they may start making their own money. Some people move out. So you think about the freedom there. And then think about when you turn 21, when you can drink. So you start going out to clubs. You know, you start turning up. You start being a little being a little hot box. I was you know, not a hot box. You Excuse were? you. I got a hot box. Okay. Uh, what song is that for five points? Go. You flipped it as Icebox. Hey, okay. I was, about to be- I was about to hit you with the bell now. I'm going to hit you with the bell. I'm going to hit you with this. I thought your mama was listening. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, mom. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, think about the times when you do hit those milestone ages. Like when you turn 21, you know, you start going out, you can drink. You know, it's that freedom that you have. So, like, when I turned those ages, for the most part, the main one, like 21, I didn't have those freedoms of, like, Meeting a whole bunch of girls at the club and then, you know, booking and getting numbers and all that. You know what I'm saying? So you missed out on that because you were in a young relationship. Mm-hmm. Are you happy that you were able to experience it after? Yeah. Yeah. I think I was in a better place to experience it because I was a little smarter, a little more calculated with my moves. And I kind of was able to see things from a different perspective. Like every every situation after that relationship was calculated because I was like, I didn't want to make sure I got in another um, possibly tough situation. So I didn't, you know, I was kind of calculated. And then you kind of, uh, when you're older, you kind of have a different perspective and you kind of see what others are really on and see um, 
how you can navigate through the situation. So it was definitely a little bit easier for me being older. And then you had, you had your own bread, you had your own car, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was doing it. So you think that's a good experience for all, like, young people in their 20s? I would say, look, I would say in your, I would say at some point in your life, you need to, like. A whole phase. Yeah, I. Who was who was talking about whole face? Was it uh, what's her name on Love and Basketball? Drea, ain't that her name? You you don't mix everything up. I don't know what you're ain't talking her, about. Ain't, ain't her name Drea for Love and Basketball? First of all, it's either Basketball Wives or Love and Hip Hop. What I say? <laughs> you said that Love and Basketball. <laughs> oh, the movie. Oh, snap! My bad. <laughs> love and Basketball. Uh, what? My bad. It's that coochie mister. Uh, it's love and hip hop. Or basketball wives. On, right. <laughs> Anyways. But no, she was talking about having your, your wholeness deleted. Was she saying that? I don't remember any of that. You don't? Okay. I missed that episode. Okay. But I'm just getting at the point where if Go you ahead, think I'm that sorry. is beneficial for all people, what are you going to say to our child? Like if we had a daughter. Like when am I going to have this conversation with her? In her 20s? No. Well, when she goes off to college. So 18. 17, depending on what time of the year she's born. Slim. By the way, no one's pregnant right now. I just want to put that out there. Nobody's not making no announcements. Nobody had no babies. No, I just like giving him hypothetical situations about kids. Yes. And seeing how it react. So, uh, I don't know if I really would have that conversation. Oh, let me flip it. Okay. Girl versus boy. How would that conversation go about? Open your mouth with a double standard. I'm not. Oh my gosh, y'all. She has. She is sitting back in the chair, arms folded, looking at me like, "What you finna say?" <laughs> like Slim. If a picture was worth a thousand words, <laughs> I'd be rich in words, like Slim. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, okay. So, which one me say first? Son or daughter? Son. Son? All right. Son, look, man. I know you're a man. You're a growing man. Whatever you do, please be smart. You know what I'm saying? Be be conscientious and be mindful of the situations that you're getting into. Know that you always can talk to me um, if you need me. And I know it's going to be some stuff that you go through that you don't want to talk to me about, but you can talk to me because I'm here. But at the end of the day, be smart. And even if you don't want to talk to me, Talk to somebody, but be smart Talk about. Talk to your mother. No, because she's gonna be like. Nurse. Oh yeah, that's true too. Medical advice. That's true too, but I'm just talking about it generally. Like you know, you need somebody to talk to. Cool, but I'm like, just make sure you think your think your stuff through, man, and don't make no rash decisions. Now for the girl, it's like nah, <laughs> that was my shotgun. No, uh, for the girl, look, you're a grown woman. Be smart. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Just just think. Think your stuff through. If you need somebody to talk to, I'm here for you. Cause I'm like I'm not of the school where I got double standards. And even though there are some double standards already within it, I'm not gonna be the one to be like, um, my girl can do this, my daughter can do. I mean, my girl can do this, my boy can do this. Nah, I mean, just be smart. Cause you're an adult, fam. Like, my parents never gave me no. Um, my parents never like put me under the microscope about stuff. They allowed me to like do what I wanted to do. 
and make my own decisions. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of want to give my kids the same flexibility with that. Like, just be smart about what you do. And if you need to talk to me, go ahead. You can talk to me. You know, I may not give you the answer you want to hear, but at least you'll have it from somebody that's an adult. But no, I'm not going to get no double standard, especially at that age. I mean, you're an adult, fam. Like, you go, at the end of the day, your kids going to do what they want to do, <laughs> regardless if you tell them no or not. So that's why I just tell them, look, if you're going to do what you do, cool, but be smart about what you do because you live with your own decisions, son or daughter. You know what I'm saying? So if you bring a joint here pregnant, that's all fine and good. We love the baby and all that. You know what I'm saying? But you're going to have to cover up some coins, young man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And you for my daughter. You come in pregnant school. I'm going to love my grandbaby. But you're going to have to cover up some coins, young lady. Like, I mean, let's it's, it's keep it a stack with each of them because they're adults. What about you? I don't know. Fam. <laughs> I just gave eloquent answers about what I'm going to do for my son <laughs> and my daughter. I mean, I feel like it's easier to say now what you think you'll say. We don't even have kids. And things might change in 17, 18 years after we have a kid. And then I also think the conversation may need to be tailored. Please don't choke. If I choke you right here. I think the conversation may need to be tailored a different way depending on your child. Like, Mm -hmm. as parents, you know how your children think, act. You know the ones that are, like, the perfect angels versus those rebels. So I feel like you have to tailor the conversation to who they really are. That's fair. But to be honest and upfront with them, of course, yes, we love you. Yes, you're an adult and you make your own decisions. But these are, this is a guidance to making better decisions. I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly. But I feel like those early 20s relationships and situations kind of help you to who you are like today. And I know that's real uh, stereotypical. But I think it's true. Like, you definitely got to, I think you got to go through some stuff. Like to really know who you are and know who know what you can deal with and know what you're willing to take because let me tell you something. News flash, if you're listening to this, you probably in a situation, or if you're not, you've been in a serious situation, and you know that it ain't no perfect joint. It just ain't. Like, let's just call it a buck. Like mm-hmm. it ain't no perfect joint. But it's a lot of things that may have nine notches, and it's the one thing you don't like, or the one thing you could do without, but you take the nine over the one, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the one thing you don't like about me? Put you on the spotlight. Spotlight. Probably your snoring. My snoring? Yes. Man, I don't I snore. I mean, I know that's like a medical condition. I breathe loud. I don't snore. Excuse me? <laughs> you snore too. But I'm okay with your snoring. I do not snore. Slim, you snore. <laughs> you don't know if you snore because you sleep. <laughs> You snore, fam. I recorded you that one time. You snore. You made that up. <laughs> so I recorded. <laughs> so there's a video in one of my phones. Really. It's like three in the morning. It's pitch black, and all you see is my face. I'm like, I'm like, just listen. And all you hear is faintly in the background. <laughs> Whatever. No, it wasn't. <laughs> and then can I tell him that you're talking in your sleep oh you just did oh my bad oops <laughs> yeah she talking to sleep slim it was one night on everything I love cause I be up late I be up late doing content for y'all for the beautiful people on the internet I be doing content and it was it was a late night and I came in the room I was getting myself together 
Because this is almost past her bed. Well, it's 7.30. No, she good. Right? <laughs> Shut up. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. So, Slim, she was in there, <laughs> sleep, right, in heavenly peace, knocked out, minding her business. So, like, 15 minutes later, I go by, I get in the bed, and I'm laying there, all of his. No, you didn't. Slim, you was talking to somebody in that dream. Like, you was making a point, too. Like, fam, I'm going to tell you this one more again. Yo, she was literally having a whole conversation. I was laughing. I couldn't get my phone out fast enough. And she'd be like, I don't do none of that. I'm like, Slim, you, you do all that. you like, see what I'm saying, but blah, 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 blah. All in your sleep. I'm sorry, but that's what you don't like about me. So that's. Thank you for broadcasting all my business. I'm sorry. You could tell something about mine. I don't care. I do not care. Because I edit. So if I don't like it, it won't make it. That was bad. That was messed up, right? I'm sorry. Let's see what I don't like about you. You hmm. just said it. What did I say? No, that's what you said you don't like about me. That wasn't my answer. <laughs> I just flipped it on you, but that wasn't my answer. What I don't like about you? They're like, don't do it. Don't say nothing. No, go ahead. I don't have, I really don't have anything. Stop lying. What? I'm not lying. Mm-hmm. What? So you- okay, I got some. I don't like how you procrastinate. Y'all, she's a procrastinator. Listen, like it'll be st- like she's great with money and the finances and, you know, planning and all this, that, and the third. But I'll be like, babe, did you send that email to the place? What email? <laughs> Slim. And I've adopted, like, ever since we met. And, like, I've started to get busier, like, with doing different events that I do. And, like, y'all know, I'll be telling y'all. All the stuff I do, I have to keep the stuff in my calendar. So, if it's not in my calendar, it's not getting done. So Because I look at the calendar every day. Um, so, if it's not in my calendar, it's not getting done. So, anything I need to do, I put it in the calendar. And I be telling her, like, did you put it in your calendar? Why don't you put it in your calendar? No, I remember it. Like, okay. <laughs> what was something recently that you did? I put it in my calendar now. Now you do. But I asked, I was like... It's like, yo, did you call so and so? Oh no, I forgot. Oh, I but you could tell, but you could tell, you could call me, be like, did you eat Popeyes at lunch today? I got the notification on on my email that you was eating Popeyes at lunch, <laughs> and you know, goodness well, you're not supposed to be eating Popeyes at lunch. Slim, how you? Y'all, when I tell you I'm on a diet and I'm trying to succeed, and this Negro brings all this junk and snack food. Don't you tell on me like hey, that. Hey, let's go to this restaurant. Like, all the temptation. <laughs> You're supposed to be my support system. Slim, I support you every day. I what got I tell goals, you? and you bringing in potato chips. I don't bring it in the house. I eat it outside the house. You bring potato chips in the house. Now, Popeye's, you eat in your car. Yeah. And then forget to throw something away that I, I find. I need to throw the receipt away. And sure enough, the receipt be, <laughs> the receipt be laying on the front seat for like days. <laughs> and then it'd be the weekend or something. I'd be like, all right, let's go somewhere. she get in. When did you go to Popeye's? I'm like, yo, that's a week old. I'd be like, dang. That's a week old, Slim. Yeah, I do. But no, you procrastinate. But other than that, you're cool. I guess you're right. I mean, we still married. How many months? I don't. What? It'll be a year in June. Yeah. So subtract what? It's like we've been married a long time, though. <clears throat> it's like, probably because we've been living together. Ooh, that's another question. How'd you feel about living together? Because I was the only person, I was the first person you lived with. 
Yes. You hesitated now. Because <laughs> I had to think. I was like, uh, my mama. That don't count. So, yes, you were the first person I lived with after I moved out of my mama's house. So, how was that for you? I asked you to move in because I knew eventually we were going to get to that point. And then that was kind of like a trial run before talking about marriage. It was a short amount of time, though. <laughs> you moved in October and proposed in February. Mm-hmm. Bought the ring in December. <laughs> But I mean, I feel like I'm not one of those people. So I grew up Catholic, grandparents, strict Catholics. So people assume that I am supposed to adhere to everything of the Catholic Church. And I do not. So I can kind of say I'm breaking away from Catholicism, but I haven't really found what else I would, um, what faith I would want to practice. But anyway, most strict Catholics say, Nothing before marriage. So no sex before marriage, no shacking up. It's all frowned upon. I'm just like, nah, we gotta we gotta taste <laughs> before we commit. So <laughs> I was like, you gotta move in first to make sure this is a livable situation for the rest of our lives before I, talking about marriage. But I think that was I think that changed though, like because they go back to early twenties. Like, early 20s, I couldn't have moved in with nobody. Only because, like, I, I know, early 20s, I'm you, sorry. You couldn't have moved in with a female, you mean? Yeah. No, no, yeah. Because you have roommates. Yeah, I mean, I could have. But the, the thing was, I, I'm really get, trying to say that I think I was able to make a more educated decision late, late 20s, early 30s, about moving in with somebody because I knew we both had something to lose. Like, I know I couldn't get into a situation with you and then... It not go right, and then I'm like, okay, we got we got accounts in the same name. I'm paying bills here, you know. We got this and the third. Like it's just gonna be a headache to move on from. We didn't have accounts together, but you know, I'm talking about just in general, like people may have. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I think you, I think I really made a better decision later on because like I could have moved in with somebody like previously in previous relationships. But I don't know. I don't know if that relationship would have worked. Like, and I, I don't think. I think I would have been acting more on emotions and not uh, a calculated, um, a calculated decision. But I feel like we both knew it was a serious relationship between you and me. Yeah. How so? I mean, so we met August of twenty fifteen. Was it? And you moved in yeah. October 2016. Yeah. So it's a little over a year we were dating. And mm-hmm. I feel like because we were at that age. Where I was we over here we Yeah, you were here. I had keys and everything. A good amount of time. Anyway. But I feel like we knew that it was a. Please stop. I'm sorry. So immature. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No Jeez. one can well it ain't that <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's getting edited out. <laughs> they didn't hear that. They might. Well, they didn't see what are, you were doing. These mics are fairly strong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fight you as soon as this thing over with. I'm gonna put you in a headlock. All right, that's cool. Okay. Oh, what was I saying? Yeah, <laughs> you was making a point, and I messed you up. My bad. Oh, I was over here a bunch. We knew we were in a yeah. serious relationship, right. and that was gonna be the next step. 
No, I agree. But I told you, like, I I had talked to my dad before I moved in. So, like, you know, my parents old school Christians, you know, grew up Pentecostal. You know, and then they go, hey, <laughs> why you? <laughs> I'm sorry. So I'm playing with the string on my pants, and she's just looking at it. Oh, yeah. Ew. Oh, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Um, So, like, I had talked to my dad before I moved in. I was like. You know, they, they old school, and you know, they feel the same way about shacking up. But, you know, I was 30. So, like, what you go? Like, I'm old. Was I 30? I was 29, 30. Yeah, I was 30 already. So, I was like, yeah, we think I'm moving in together. And he was like, you know, cool. What you? I mean, what you think? I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm probably, and I told him, I was like, I think I'm, I want to get married. So, I said, I wouldn't have moved in if I didn't think I was going to be married. Because I'm not in the business of wasting nobody's time. When it comes to relationships, when it comes to, like, entertainment, like, whatever, like, I don't waste nobody's time. So, like, when we got in a situation, I was like, well, I was like, how do I really feel? I was like, yeah, I love her. I was like, I'm probably going to get married. So, I was like, I can go ahead and move forward. So, that's why, once I moved in, I was like, well, shoot, let's go on and get this ring and get it popping. <laughs> and the, the, uh, the, the proposal was definitely a surprise, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, because I was eating. <laughs> and now you fast forward to today? Was that two years ago? <laughs> yes. Fast forward to today. Voila. Still eating. Stop. <laughs> Terrible. I don't know. Yeah, you but love oh, me anyway. Yeah, I do. Sometimes. Sometimes you're the worst. But most of the time you are. But, <laughs> I'm sorry. So how do you feel about Relationships that aren't working. Like, you may have friends or you know people that are in relationships that aren't working. And then you remember, like, at times when you were in relationships that weren't working. What was some of the... What were some of the thoughts and feelings you have on that? As far as, like, relationships that aren't working, but you're in and trying to stay and trying to fix them. But why are you trying to stay and fix if it's not working? Like, what's the reason it's not working? I mean, you may have kids... You may, it may be a financial. for the kid. Oh my gosh. I've had or seen too many experiences where they try to stay together for the children. Children see when you're unhappy. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you need to put a child through that versus you saying, well, I don't want the kid to go through a divorce and then joint custody going from house to house. If you can amicably split up, I think the child is in a better place as opposed to watching you two fake the funk. Like kids know when you're faking, kids know when you're upset, when you're mad, they think that they're the reason for it. And I feel like just psychologically, that's just putting a child in a bad situation. And I don't think you should spare your happiness and your child's happiness thinking that if two parents are in the same house, it's a better home. My parents were divorced when I was six. No, they ain't get along at first. But after a while, they were, like, able to co-parent amicably to the point where they could actually go out together for to celebrate, like, our birthdays or, like, our grandparents' birthdays or something like that. I don't think you need to stay for the child. Now, if it's any other reason, say, like, you put in already six years, that's a long time to put up. I mean, put in to a relationship, are you willing to continue down an unhappy road for that person? 
Is that person going to make any sacrifices for you? What have they done all this time? Like, was it all good the last six years and then all of a sudden it got bad? Like, I think it's too many variables to say what should happen, what I would have done. But like you said, I don't want to waste anyone's time. I don't want to waste my time. I'm finally learning that you have one life to live. You need to live it and have your happiness and your peace. And if someone's not contributing to that, sorry. Change is uncomfortable, but you got to be happy and do what you need to do for you. I think change is uncomfortable, but it's definitely necessary. Especially when you're dealing with matters of the heart, that when it involves you particularly, because I know a lot of times we we do things for others and we, you know, live for others, but you gotta do stuff for yourself. And even if you're in a bad situation, whether it be finance, whether even if you're in a bad situation, whether it be for like finances or for kids, I mean, you do what you gotta do, but you really gotta make sure you're being happy and make sure you are happy because end of the day, happiness is key. Like I can be, you know, butt naked and broke. But if I'm happy, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, and all the money in the world will make you happy. I don't I don't know how true this is because I've never had a lot of money. It so. makes life a little bit easier, but it's not going to give you happiness. It's right. going to give you things that you think are going to make you happy. But I, at I, what expense? But at the end of the day, most people want, like, similar stuff. Like, you want love. You want family. Like, you want to be able to, like, just kick it with your friends. Like, you want that. You know, a lot of times we don't, well, not a lot of times, all the times we don't really want the extra stuff that comes with it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you want to be able to do all that and still make your bread. You know what I'm saying? But you, at the end of the day, that makes you happy. You know what I'm saying? So, like me hooking up with my boys and just hanging out, that makes me happy. You know, us having game night or us having kickbacks at the crib, like, that makes makes me happy. You make me happy. So, I think that's important, like, in relationships to, you know, do what makes you happy. You know what I'm saying? And don't sacrifice your happiness in this situation. That's not saying go, you know, do your thing, just do whatever. But you just want to make sure that you're happy and, you know, making sure that you're trying to value the situation for for you. Because at the end of the day, that's all you're going to have is yourself anyway. Would you agree? I do agree. Splendid. <clears throat> Once again, <coughs> ooh, excuse me. Mm. Dang. Keep asking about water. Ooh. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Real Convos with DH and Friends. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments, feel free to hit up DH <laughs> on his social media platforms. You're, you're getting really good. Do you know this? You're getting really good at this. Thank you. And Instagram, that's what, at DH underscore M-V-J-O-R. Boom. And you can also hit up the pod, uh, the hashtag, Regular Convos, the podcast. Also, man, make comments. Give me a review. Talk to me. Tell me what you want to hear on the program. This is just a part one conversation. I'm sure we're going to have a lot more going forward to talk about Will for Let. Uh, in regards to relationships i'm looking to get a relationship expert on the show that can maybe help some of you guys out who maybe have some issues oh, okay you gonna call chesty i might i might call <laughs> i'm all for counseling too man i wasn't at first i think okay let me say this before we go i think i, mm. I kind of what you humming for Y'all, when I suggested premarital counseling, y'all would have thought I was telling 
him that he was cheating on me or something like that. He was so against it. He was like, I don't need to go to counseling. What they gonna tell me? Da, 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 da. <laughs> Fast forward, what, almost one year later, he's loving going to our counselor, mostly because she takes his side in just about every issue we had. <laughs> but he just can't wait. And when he comes home and I do the one little thing he doesn't like, I'm a tell Chessie. I'm just like, okay, yeah. <laughs> you love counseling now. Hey, man, listen. So, that's the one thing I think that with black people, like, they have an issue in general. It's like nobody wants to talk to a counselor. And I know there are some who don't go by that that um, standard. But I was one of them. Like, you know, I go to the doctor. I'm not, you know, that negative. You know, they say black people don't go to the doctor. No, I do because I'm <laughs> overweight. So I go to the doctor so they can tell me I'm good. You know what I'm saying? But I'm working no, on it. No, they that. tell you you're overweight. Yeah, they tell me I'm overweight. But, you know, I got the insurance I need to use it. So, and and don't get it twisted. I'm working on my weight, okay? I just want everybody to know they're not just being a, a sloppy, lazy, fat boy. Like, I'm working on it. You just so happen to bring in temptation to your wife. Exactly. Like a whole thing of red velvet Oreos for Valentine's Day. That was because it was for Valentine's Day. I wanted to give you something special. Y'all, I love red velvet and I love cookies. The funny part is he ate more of the damn cookies than I did. <laughs> the cookies was good, Slim. Oh my gosh. Oreo, can I get a sponsorship, please? Can you send me some red velvet cookies? Oh, that's like the um, you know them videos, the ASMR videos where like the lady be eating chicken real loud. And I hear on the microphone. <laughs> I'm sorry, I know they don't want to hear that. Um, but yeah, I was a big um I wasn't an advocate for counseling, but once I started going, I realized how necessary it was because you really need to have a third party that's unbiased, really listen to you guys and really give a professional opinion um, and really be somebody that can listen. Because I know a lot of times we may talk to our friends or we may talk to parents or whatever about situations we have, but they, even though, even though they can give unbiased opinions, a lot of times it can be perceived as still being a one-sided opinion. Like if I talk to my parents about something or if you talk to your friends about something or your parents, it could, even if they're right, I could perceive it as it being a one-sided thing because that's your people, not mine. But also you shouldn't be talking to anyone that you know. What happens in your marriage needs to stay in your marriage. No, I agree with that. A counselor is a neutral third party that knows nothing about you. Yeah, exactly. And that won't say anything to anyone else. Yes. By is that a HIPAA HIPAA violation? Yeah. Yes. Can I break HIPAA now? Please don't. But I think it's important to have a neutral third party that can really hear both sides and really say who's wrong or who's right. Or it may not even be a right or wrong, but just can just can be objective and you know, not take sides. Even though I'm right in my Oh my gosh, like, okay. <laughs> But they also provide you with the foundation on where you can learn from these sessions and then build on it to be able to use it on your own at home. So you don't have to go to the counselor every time you have a problem. They give you the building blocks to help take care of the issue between the two of you. But you both have to be open, honest, and willing to work on it. Which is what a marriage is anyway. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah, you got to do that. So if you're listening right now and you're having troubles in your situation, 
and you need a counselor, please go find one. Because trust and believe it much need much needed and much necessary. Make sure you find somebody that you can talk to, somebody that you trust, you know, in a professional setting. Uh, but I've said all that to say that this is another episode of Regular Convos with DH and DH and Friends. And tonight we had Junie on and we just chopped it up our relationships. This is a part one. I'm pretty sure it'd be like ten parts of you. I don't even know. I'm just I'm just uh shooting from the hip right now. But I see. Yeah. It, but it's cool. Or I hear. You hear, yeah. So the question is, am I invited back? Absolutely. You're always invited here. Are you just saying that because you're actually married to me? Maybe no, I'm saying that because house? you I'm saying it because you did a great job. Didn't you do a great job, y'all? Yeah, man. Yeah. Woo! Oh, hold on, I got an applause button. Hold on. Oh, did it not work yet? My applause button doesn't work. Oh man! You gotta edit that and give me some ed- applause. I gotta edit the applause in. Then why my applause button not working? Oh, okay. Mm. Dang, that was a terrible moment. But no, you gotta <laughs> give big props for you being on the show tonight, Junie. Thank you so much. Of course, man. Make sure y'all like, love, share, subscribe, and leave a review for Regular Convos the podcast. I think I've gotten to a uh, a thing where I might just. Every Wednesday, I think that's what it was working out to be. You need to keep a log of everyone that suggests topics. So I will. So I can shout them out. You are ducking and dodging. Yeah, yeah, definitely you not. You know I love y'all. I'm just freestyling tonight, but we're definitely going to get to every single one of them. Yes, because I appreciate each and every one of y'all. So every every Wednesday, man, uh, definitely check us out on every way you can receive podcasts. And this has been Regular Convos, the podcast with DH and Junie. We'll catch you on the flip side, man. Y'all stay beautiful. Good night.